0: This podcast is presented by Steak Sauce Media. Hi, you're tuning in to the Chronic Gals podcast. Let me tell you a little something about the Chronic Gals. Just two best buds and the very best pals, talking about cannabis that good that tree. So grab a joint and just fuck with me, hey. hey. Welcome to Chronic Gals Podcast. This is a bonus episode, and uh, what you are about to hear is an episode of the Self Consciousness Podcast with Jennifer Way. I, Ashleen, was a guest on her show, and we talked about human design, and we kind of went over the one hundred and one, the basics of human design, and what you are looking at when you are looking at your body graph chart. So, um, yeah, it's just a really great primer on what you should know about human design and um, how you could integrate it into your life so thanks to jennifer for letting us publish this episode on our feed we wanted to make sure you guys all had it and if you like uh, what jennifer's all about make sure you go check out self consciousness podcast um she's amazing thank you jennifer okay hey you
1: how have you been oh i know it's been a little while um I am so happy that you're here. Welcome to the Self-Consciousness Podcast. I am your host Jennifer Way. Have you heard of human design or perhaps plugged in your birth date online to get a body graph chart? If you're new to it, you are in the right place because today we get a primer on human design with our guest, Ashleen Aguilar, a multi-hyphenate creator with special interests in cannabis, human design, mysticism, and mixed media art. She co-hosts Chronic Girls podcast, a show about cannabis and spirituality, along with her sister, Riley. And in 2017, she found human design, and she really fell in love with the synthesis of modalities into one deep, efficient system. Um, Ashleen recently started offering channeled human design portraits to help people activate and embody their own unique human design. And inside, we discussed the one that she made for me. Um, so if it's available to you right now, you can pull up your human design chart on jovianarchive.com the link is down below in the show notes wherever you're hearing this Um, so follow along as ashleen helps me understand you'll definitely hear yourself described at some point in this episode Um, and to have a look at the gorgeous human design portrait that ashleen painted for me you can click on through the link down below on my website jenniferway.com so stay tuned i hope you enjoy the show Welcome, Ashleen Aguilar to the Self-Consciousness Podcast. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm awesome. okay. I was we were just talking about how we were feeling a little nervous. And <laughs> I, I think it's also because I haven't spoken to another human being outside of my house in maybe a
0: month and a half. L- same. Literally same. Yeah, I have a podcast too with my sister and we've taken a break since I think we since July. So we've been like it's been a decent break. So that's a good break. Same. I like have I'm not used to podcasting again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's fun
1: and it's amazing, but it definitely takes a lot out of you, I think. I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah definitely sometimes. Especially yeah. like trying to stick to a calendar sometimes you know, we're just like not feeling it in a week. So then we feel guilty about not putting an episode out. And then it's like, you know, a whole lesson in boundaries and shame, not feeling shame about
1: (laughs) taking time for yourself. So true. It's so true. I think that that's like the biggest thing I've been grappling with. I think with putting content out is this constant stream of, of expectation to be creative and and with a high output that's constant Mm -hmm. and consistent Mm -hmm. because you know that that's, that's what really is successful if you're trying to market through those realms. And I just feel like it's not sustainable. And I also feel like, why do we want to keep bringing people content to distract them from their own lives?
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I've been thinking about this too. Yes. Just like yeah, in a on a personal level, I've noticed that I will just numb out. I'm always watching you know TV. I'm I even like I'm a person who likes to rewatch the same shows over and over. And at some point, I a couple weeks ago, I was like, okay, I really could probably spend some time instead of watching this show that I've been watching. This is probably the seventh time I've seen it. I could you know maybe work on my business or you know do some take a bath or
1: (laughs) you know the only and and same totally same. (laughs) Just got, um, my husband just realized he gets, uh, like cable for free and like all the packages with, because of work, uh-huh. like we just figured that out and we had gotten rid of TV like a long time ago. Yeah, we, we still had Netflix and everything. And now he got it back and, and it's like going nonstop in my house, you know, like, and he just gave me like the sort of login for HBO max and forget about it. The last week has just. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was just watching something really good on HBO max and I can't remember what it is, but it was one of those things that I binged in like two days. yeah. Whatever. I must not need to know it right now. (laughs) No, no, no. That's okay. I I know. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I probably also don't need to tell you any more shows to binge. (laughs) You probably got it all handled. (laughs) I mean, I think it's okay.
1: Like, you know, I mean, I feel like it's that time of year. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Yeah. it's the hybrid. I mean this is again kind of like I'm definitely like rationalizing it to myself but I mean it's been I mean it's just been too heavy. I don't know about you but I I've definitely felt in my personal life the last just since August just just I don't fucking know what's going on but everything is changing and and I feel like um I'm holding on to things like okay, we just got two new kittens and I've never had cats before. And it's like when we try to pull one out from under the bed, cause he's freaking out and he's got his nails, like whole clawing onto the floor. That's how I feel right now with the change that's happening. And I, I don't, uh, and it makes me just want to kind of like hunker down and um, go through this death process, which I know that I have to do. And it's perfect timing for it. I think there's a lot of guidance I'm getting right now. That's just like this is the freaking death process. This happens every year. It's not, it's just like the first time maybe that you're really understanding it in a new way with yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah.
0: Do you- I, I totally feel you on that. Um, part of the reason we took a break from our show was because we had all the, these other projects that we wanted to work on. So in doing that, like we had to, t- we had to kill our show for a couple a couple months in order to get through. And, and then it, we've been very busy this year, but it seems like yeah. every new project we do, we have to finish something, complete it and then pivot and then do the new thing. But I, I feel like this is the new way, right? Cause like our whole, at least the career path that I was put on as a child, the, you know, it, it, there's like a certain way that you do things in order to get from A to Z and B quote unquote happy, you know, whatever happy is, <laughs> but in the last two years, as the pandemic has hit us, all of these systems are breaking down around us as the old world is failing. It's like, what else can we do now, but try something new and move forward and take the pivots and grieve the old way, but also birth the new, you know? Yeah. So I've been sitting in that energy like crazy. Oh, and, and with that, this is like a great pivot. This is just a
1: great segue to talk <laughs> about what you, one of your pivots that I saw you post online and I was like, holy shit, Ashleen. we, we kind of sort of knew each other peripherally through Andy Murphy, mm-hmm. shout out Andy Murphy. And, and I think we had, <laughs> we had maybe even been in some of the same classes. And, but when I saw that you. Had started this as your new offering. I was like so excited because it was something that I had thought about. And I was like, I need someone to show me the human design graphic in a way that doesn't make me want to rip my eyeballs out. It looks like MS DOS to me, anyone who remembers like the 80s, 90s. But it's like, I cannot get my head wrapped around that fucking diagram. And please let everybody know what. Your offering is and how you arrived at it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you. It was something that really just kind of tumbled out of me. Um, I wasn't even really an artist that I, I knew about until like June. And then all of a sudden, like all of these changes started happening. Things are, you know, switched on. And I just picked up watercolor and started doing it. And um, I, so I found human design in uh, like 2017 and just researching my own chart. I'm a projector, which is an energy type, and we can kind of get into like the, o- the overview. It's hard to do an overview overview <laughs> of human designs. So it's so complicated, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, when I found it, it's the, the system makes sense, it, but it's sterile and it's sterile for a reason, you know, it's because, because there's so much information and there are so many layers to human design, the chart that you're given when you put in your birth information it does. It looks like it's just squares and triangles and lines and numbers yep. and then planetary symbols. Yep. So what I started doing was um, taking that information on your body graph and putting it into a watercolor activation painting, something that's custom to you that I, when I look at your body graph, I like sit down and, and kind of channel the colors that I think will activate you And, um, I put it into my, my painting and then I copy all of the, um, the channels and gates and everything that's activated in your chart, put that all together into one beautiful watercolor. And it's meant to help you. It's meant to be a tool to help people embody their own systems because everybody is different. Every, everybody is designed to be different. And so this is a a custom way to help um, a person embody that and activate that within themselves.
1: Yeah. And you also include, um, a meditation like
0: mm-hmm. this person
1: and also a video really explaining everything. And I sat down with the meditation. It was like a perf perfect timing and just kind of focused my eyes on it. And it was, it was, and I, and I had written to you after I'm like, I, I need more information about this because I'm still, and I think this is how we still kind of grapple with our, our monkey brains that are trying to make sense of something. And I knew that it was an exercise in embodying it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm still kind of clawing, like needing, needing something to, to guide me. Because I, I have had this chart read to me before and it just fucking went over my head so quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, I, I don't know what the, is this good? I think because I was, of course, trying to attach some meaning to it, but so.
0: So human design is this um, system that was channeled by a guy in I think 87 1987 and it was like an eight-day channeling session where he just had a voice in his head and he had to get he just information came through and he got it out and um, it's a combination of four ancient wisdoms the Kabbalah and the tree of life the I Ching astrology and the chakra system and then it also touches on quantum physics and the human genome so there's all of these disparate simple. super simple. modalities right <laughs> that that were combined into this one system that we can look at and kind of pull wisdom out of everything into one I'm not going to say an easy package because you do it's yeah. it's complicated but into one yeah. package yeah um you get when you when you you need your The time you were born and the place you were born, in order to enter that information into the chart maker. And that's all free online. Um, You can go to slash get underscore your underscore chart or just Google get your human design chart. And there's free options everywhere. You put your information in, and then what you receive back is this picture of like the outline of a human body. And it kind of looks like the chakra system, but there are more shapes. And then there's also lines that connect all of the shapes throughout the body. Then you also get these like pillars on either side of the body graph, which is that middle part, which is not included in the watercolor. But um, this is the astrological information about which gates um, which are parts of each energy center. We're so complicated, but it's which one is activated
1: <laughs> okay. um,
0: within you, within your design. Okay. So each
1: energy center has gates.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And the gates are where energy enters into that energy center and where it's processed in between other gates. Okay. So if you if you were born in a time Okay, well, we can look at your chart, for example, mm-hmm. just so we have something to reference. When
1: um, disco was hot, just kidding, <laughs> that's me, that's when I was born. Uh, so Way until, back in 1976. <laughs>
0: yep. A beautiful time to be born, which is actually <laughs> pre-human design, which is kind True. of a crazy thing to think about, you know? Just so, just meaning like this system is new. It's very recent. And I think this is, this is like going off on a slight tangent, but- I I think part of the reason human design has been so sterile is because we've needed to understand the basics and the fundamentals of how it's worked. And now we're at this point where people are reinterpreting the original information that came through, not in a way that like devalues what came through, but it's, it's like when, when people ping off each other, you get a fuller understanding of the picture. So we're at this place in the, Human design timeline where now it's not just what the guy channeled, his name is Ra Uruhu. It's not just what he channeled, it's what we're all bringing forward in order to continue to evolve human design because we are also evolving. So it can never be the same, right? Like it's never going to be a static system. So the more we all are here reinterpreting it, we get to move it forward with us. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. I and and like I, I was just kind of thinking as you were talking, what did it when human when you first discovered human design, what did it sort of bring together for you?
0: That's an awesome question. It was such a huge permission slip t- for me to be exactly who I am and not what society told me that I should be in order to get to that happy zone, right? Yeah. It's like my happy is my happy and it's different from the happy that my mom wants for me, you know? And that's the whole thing. Human design is built on this idea of differentiation and uniqueness. It's that nobody is the same. And so everybody, when they embody their true essence, they're bringing to the table exactly what they need to bring in order to make the entire collective work properly. So in, in, you know, trying to please your parents or please some outside of authority figure or society or fit in or whatever, you're actually doing a disservice because you're not bringing what you were born to bring to the table. Yeah. So yeah, knowing your human design unlocks that for you. It unlocked it for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Oof. I'm like, right. Man,
1: man. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, come on body. Do you have any questions body? My body's literally like, yeah, I don't know. Do whatever you want. And my mind's like, well, I don't really exist either. So we're just going to. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. What's the connection? And I've always kind of wondered this. I'm sorry. I know we'll go into my chart. What is the connection between human design, the system, and let's say sort of like the meridians within the body that you would say study for like in Chinese medicine or, Mm -hmm. or acupuncture?
0: I know that there are, there is a, a way to combine human design and medicine. I am not explored that branch of it at yeah. all. I kind of see like, you know how in the chakra system, each chakra is, can be related to a body system. It's kind of the same thing for these ones. Like, I don't want to say like um, anything is connected to an exact point in the body. Cause I don't know. And I just, I'm not, don't want to inform anybody incorrectly, yeah. but I know there are people who are exploring how, how they relate to one in one another. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah.
1: That's, that's super cool. It's just cool to see how, as it's developing, mm-hmm. it's taking on sort of new expressions of the sort of basic mechanics of it.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's so, people who are yeah. using it to help or- reorganize workplaces so that the worker bees who love to work are doing the work and the people who love to guide are managing, you know, so there's yeah, there's that. There's even um there's a, a piece of it that relates to like neurodivergence. And there's it's called the rave mandala. And it's for those people who are like autistic, ADHD, these people who exist on the spectrum, right? <laughs> like they can have really active rave mandalas. And again, I that's not a branch that I'm familiar with yet, but it it they have like a different connection to spirit that other people don't have and that's part of the reason why they're different but we just you know the normies I'm you know have not figured out how to like make that connection yet we're still we're like right figuring that all all out right now
1: that makes sense
0: that makes a lot of sense
1: right so yeah (laughs) no I'm like oh I'm just like so much it's weird because in the last couple of days I've had a bunch of you know I I almost don't like to I almost don't want to use the word downloads anymore because I just hear it being used. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get into this, but I always say, I should say like deep conversations with my higher self and, and a lot of mechanics have been coming through sort of um, in terms of energy flow. So I'm, I'm just excited. I'm so excited that, that you, you offered to come on and, and talk about this because I was like, I was like, again, I was still in this sort of place where I like could have kicked myself to be like, of course, I of course I need to ask you to come on the show because I I I've no, I just I guess coming back to this chart that I'm looking at, which is the one that you made for me, is that I'm a manifesting generator. Mm-hmm. Now, in 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 summary, yeah, <laughs> what <clears throat> what would you how would you describe my particular flavor of or maybe we should just talk generally about what manifesting generator means
0: sure yeah so there are um five different energy types and this is kind of like the shallowest level of human design that you can get into and not to devalue it at all because you can completely change your life by understanding what your energy type is in your energy type it it tells how energy is flowing through your body and kind of where it comes from um So there are, uh, there are energy beings and those are generators. And then there's a subtype of generator called a manifesting generator. And that's what you are. Um, The non-energy types are called projectors, manifestors, and reflectors. So the, um, the generators and the manifesting generators have their sacral root defined or their sacral energy center defined. And that's the second square from the bottom where your sacral chakra would be. Um, And this is a place where energy is created. And so when you have it defined, which means colored in, which means that you have um, a, there's there's a clean energy path between, from your sacral to another energy center. That's what it means to be defined is there's a activation between two, uh, two centers. You create your own energy. You have this like, well like bottomless pit of energy And sometimes if you don't use it the right way like it can cause sleep problems it can cause um like nervous issues in your life um but the generators and manifesting generators are people who are here to do these are the worker bees but they're not just meant to do anything they're meant to do the things that light them up because when you're lit up you are creating your own energy because you're excited about doing something that is yours so true (laughs) I'm so, never
1: excited about doing anything that's anyone else's.
0: <laughs> totally. <ever>. right. <laughs> it's <a bad> <laughs> well, like reframe that, right. It's just not something that you were meant to do. Like you're yeah. by saying that it's, um, you know, a bad or whatever, that's just your society condition, societal conditioning, telling you that you should be helpful or you should finish things. And you're not designed to finish things, particularly manifesting generators are people who, they see some. they see a shiny squirrel and they go after the squirrel and on their way to the squirrel, they see a fish. And so they jump in the lake and then on their way to the, to the fish, they see a, a bear in the mountains. So like, they're, they're just like seeing everything and all they want to okay. do. You can say all over the place. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah. But it's like, that's what you're supposed to do. Manifesting generators are here to show us different ways to do things that we already think that we know how to do. So it's, not that there's one, one or two ways it's that there's 346 ways. And you're going to show us way three to 346. Mm -hmm. And then on your, and then once you're done that, you're going to find something else to reinvent for us. So that's what manifesting generators are here to do.
1: Wow. I feel like pressure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about pressure for you because your chart is unique in like specifically with pressure things. So put a pin in that. We're going to talk about that later. It's, okay, yeah, it's, it's all good. So, so just good. to go into the, um, the non-energy types quickly um, a little bit, if anybody has their chart pulled up and they want some information, um, there are, so we'll start with the manifestors. Manifestors are people who are here to initiate things and to inform. They're not necessarily people who are here to see projects through to the end, but they're here to get things started um historically uh manifestors were the kings they were the lords they were the people in charge and then they had their generators around them to do their bidding and that is how we kind of built um at least the world up till now in this in this kind of way where you have these leaders uh, which are i think i think there's only like 17 percent of the population are manifestors whereas generators and manifesting generators together make up like 70 percent of the population Um, So you had like that small group of leaders and they had a lot of generators to help them actually make their dreams, not their dreams, but like initiate the plans that they saw. Um, Projectors is the second type of non-energy beings. And these are the people who who are here to guide. This is a relatively new energy type that only came, that only evolved in the 1700s. So with the is it the enlightenment or the revolutions like with all of that happening in Europe we can't we we born these children who began to see things differently and they have we have I'm a projector so we like love systems and we love understanding how things work and we take uh like the bird's eye view of everything and a lot of times we like are without society And we just kind of like watch what's happening. But when we are invited into a situation and people seek us out for our wisdom, then we can manage something and show people better ways through. Wow. So that's projector. (laughs) And then I think we're about 20% of the population. And then um, reflectors is the final type. Reflectors are the rarest. They're 1% of the population. And these are people with a chart where there is no definition at all. It's all completely white. And these are people who are here to reflect all of society to us. So if you have a reflector in your life and they're having a hard time, then you need to look around like your and their immediate circle to see where the dissonance is. Cause your reflector is like your canary in the mine. If they're having a hard time, then other people like there's there's a problem in the matrix and something needs to be fixed. I'm, s-
1: I'm so curious to know, like. <laughs> And of course, because I've been binge watching TV, I'm like, I wonder
0: which celebrities are reflectors. No, (laughs) uh, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson was a reflector. Wow, Isn't that interesting? That makes
1: so much sense,
0: right? That makes a (laughs) lot of sense. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Oh my God there are a lot of celebrity des- profiles online, birth charts, If <laughs> you Google them. I don't know how accurate they are because I don't know how many people actually know the, you know, Britney Spears's birth time. Yeah. I you know. know, but you can kind of get some of the high level information, um, about people just by knowing just your birthday and where they were born. Yeah.
1: I've got to do my kids. <laughs> I need to see kind of like what's going on in this. House. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I- my daughter is actually, she's a projector too. She's exactly almost my same design, which is wild to me. Cause I have a rare design type. And then my son is a generator and my partner is a manifesting generator. So we have oh, wow. kind of the spectrum. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think my, I think my, my husband is a uh, same as me manifesting which is generator, Weird because I, I guess what I when I was getting my chart read before, I guess I, I came to this conclusion that I don't create anything actually, that I just kind of open up the space for it to keep moving through. And I, I, I don't know if that's, and then I was like, well, that's why my husband and I are always like, oh no, what do you want to do? I don't know. Where do you want to go? Like, We need one person to be the, but I don't, I don't know if that makes sense is that maybe I
0: got it wrong. Um, No, it kind of does because um, each energy type has a certain strategy with how they should proceed with energy. And for generators and manifesting generators, your strategy is to respond to life. So it's not about you coming up with an idea um, of where to go for dinner. It's okay. Let's pull out the list of the places we know we love. And then let's respond to the one that sounds good tonight.
1: That's totally what we do. (laughs) that's what we do now.
0: <laughs> yeah. You figured out a system for like almost 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, it's, and then just in any situation it's, you know, do you want, do you want A, B, C or D like give generators and manifesting generators an option and they'll tell you the one that resonates with them most or they'll say none of them.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So much is coming,
0: coming into focus now. There you
1: go. <laughs> it's like clearing up. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. um, so just a question. I see that my sake or my
0: root is
1: white. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. So if you're looking at your chart and you see anything white, this is a place that is undefined and undefined just means that it's not activated with you. It's not something that you can rely on to consistently have energy, but The undefined places are where you are going to receive conditioning from others. It's where you are going to feel other people's energy and you might mistake it for yours. If you're unaware of what's going on in your body, you can have um, undefined centers, which is just a center that is white. Then you can also have an open center. And then this gets kind of tricky in human design. And I don't think all human design readers are either aware of this nuance or work with it which is whatever. Um but if you have an open center it doesn't even have any of the gates activated. So for example in your if you look at the left triangle on the bottom you still have a lot of lines that are coming out of it even though it's a white triangle. Right? Mm-hmm. So those gates are defined and those are places where you have consistent energy coming from those gates. But if you look at your root center You don't have any lines coming out of the root center, which means it's completely open. Mm. So this is, again, a place of great conditioning. Um, It's a place where, like, there's a voice in the back of your head telling you that you should be doing things. But, and then you think that that's what you should be doing, but it's really just your undefined center being it's not stable. It's like, doesn't, it's not consistent. It's not, it just kind of doesn't know what to do. So it thinks it needs to tell you to do something. Yeah. Um, and so in particular, what going back to what I was talking about before about the pressure, Your the root center. And then also the t- triangle at the top of your head, the head center, those are both called pressure centers. Those are places that are when energy enters into there, those centers push and they put, apply pressure to the energy to send it through the rest of your system. So, and that only happens in those two centers. Now for you, both of those centers are completely open. You don't have any gates that are activated, which means that you have this voice in the back of your head all the time telling you that you should be doing things and um, you aren't doing enough and you should be solving everybody's problems and um, there's gotta be more things that you can do to, you know, to either Are for you yourself to or to help people right now. <laughs> well, it, dude, human design, <laughs> it's I like, like it, gosh, it's, being seen. Yeah. it's being seen in a way that like, you didn't even know that you needed to be seen. Hmm. So when you know these things about yourself and you start to feel those shoulds come on, you can say, Oh, wait, do I, should I? Do I really need to do that? Is that really my problem? Do I really need to put my precious energy into that thing right now? That's like probably been,
1: I love first of all, love you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate the that sort of added because um because that is a challenge for me and to know that I can just sort of observe it, and I think I've been doing it's funny because it's possible I've been doing that since I received this and did your activation because I I do feel like that I, there has, I've heard that voice, I've registered it. And then I've been like, okay, maybe that's not helpful, <laughs> you know, or, or just sort of like, I don't think that that voice is really coming from the place that's going to get me into a place of more forward action or. I think the more that I hear or listen to those voices, it actually makes me feel more paralyzed. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. And people will start to say like, when they first get into human design, they think that if a center is undefined, then it's, they put a value judgment on it as bad. And it's not a bad thing to have an undefined center. People who have undefined centers are the people who get to hold the wisdom of the world in those centers. They get to try on hats and they get to try on and they get to sample new ways of doing things and they get to see if this works and they get to see if that works. And if it doesn't, then they get to drop it and move on. So it's not about just because you don't have your own consistent energy there doesn't mean it's not, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It just means that you have a unique place where you get to play with the world and let the world play with you. Yeah. You just have to also remember to clear yourself of all those energies.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. This makes so much sense. Um, Hey world let's play. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's so easy to see how I can get so overwhelmed by, by, and then I have to really just kind of like shut it down and just kind of, it's funny because I'm, I'm not a cancer, but I've been feeling like a cancer for the last couple of months. Like I just feel like I'll, I'll kind of creep out of my shell for a second And then I will, I'll feel some, some kind of a snap. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going back. Totally. Um, But yeah, I think I just have not yeah, allowed that, that sort of understanding really to help. So this is super helpful. (laughs) Oh my God. So when someone like me is feeling sort of overexposed with these two open centers that receive information and energy or, or, you know, whatever it is, um, Is it common for manifesting generators, I guess, with these sort of open centers to sort of have to shut down every once in a while?
0: I mean, I think it's common. I think everybody needs to shut down. And I think that there, I mean, I don't, I don't know how many people have every center defined, but everybody, most people have at least one undefined center and you should, make a practice listen to me being your not self you should make a practice of putting down your energy or putting down energy that's not yours releasing whatever is not yours whether that's like listening to a binaural beat that is specific for root or head because um, it also will align with other chakra stuff with the Indian chakra system so if you're there's not you're probably not going to find specific human designed binaural beats but you know you can find something that'll <laughs> yeah. suffice yeah um, but yeah, just, uh, or even just commanding out loud, I release all energy. That's not mine and call, call my energy back to me or, you know, anything like that. It's just about, um, taking the time to recenter in yourself and, you know, just figure out what's yours and what's not. Yeah. But I also wanted to mention, um, that you also have a completely open heart and that's the the smallest triangle that's in the heart area of your chart. Again, no uh, lines are coming out one? of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. And in the human design system, the heart is all about um, will and like willpower. And so when we have an undefined or an open heart center, we think that we should have all of this uh, willpower to get things done and see things through to the end and that we should finish, we should be finishing things. And Maybe, but maybe we're not meant to finish things. Maybe it, like a manifesting generator, you're meant to bounce around as whatever lights you up right now. Yeah. So um, again, like it's just, an, it, this isn't a particularly a pressure center as the, as the other two are pressure centers, but it's still a place of understanding that if you don't will it, if you don't like have a will inside of you to do something, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't like let outside things tell you that you should be doing something if you don't have the will to see it through.
1: Okay. What does it mean when, so I'm looking at that heart, the open center on the Mm -hmm. heart, and I see the, there's four gates coming out of it. Is that Mm -hmm. the correct term? So the the little lines, and Mm -hmm. then, so one of them, so you, you have it beautifully colored in like a gold. And then there's also silver. I imagine that has to do with directions or what does that mean? So, and some of them are sort of like halfway Mm -hmm. uh, between that center and maybe another center. There's like only color halfway. So what is all, what does that mean?
0: Yeah. So um, one of the other things about human design is that it looks at two it says that you have two different things going on at you that are overlap overlaid on each other at the same time you have your unconscious mind and then you have your personality or your conscious mind your unconscious mind does things uh your your unconscious design um things just happen you don't really know why they are that way they just kind of are whereas things in your conscious design you are more often choosing that path um They, uh, they're just different colors in your, they're presented as different colors in your chart. So the, let me see. I don't remember which ones I did for your color. So for the the second triangle in your head, what color are those lines that are coming out of the top? Silver. Okay. So for you, so so for you, your the silver is your personality design. Mm -hmm. So those are your conscious those are your conscious gates and those are things that happen that you that th- it kind of happens and you know that it's happening. Okay. The gold are going to be your unconscious things and those are just things that you do without thinking or that happen to you without thinking or ways that you process energy without thinking. Um and it's tricky to go into each gate because there are 64 of them and mm-hmm. I don't know every single one of them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. There's a, okay. there's like programs yeah, for
0: this. So if you're looking at a channel, which is the line of energy that goes between two gates and eat, and both ends of the gate are activated, then there will be color through the whole channel. If only one end of the channel is activated, there will only be color through half of the channel. And then the other, the other gate on that channel will still be undefined and white. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. And then the different yeah. colors are just coming from those different Conscious or unconscious designs that are then overlaid to be presented as one chart. Okay. So sometimes you might see um, both colors in a channel, or in a, or even in one single gate, and they're just yep. for for you. They'll be right next to each other. Yeah. Um, that just means that that gate is activated in both your conscious and unconscious charts. So that's something that like you do and you do it, and it's just a thing about you.
1: <laughs> so fucking fascinating. So what what are so now I'm I'm back to my chart. I'm looking at these these two sort of side triangles. Mm-hmm. They're just onto just coming, I guess they're in line with the sacral uh center. Mm-hmm. So what do those mean on my I, I guess in general and then yeah, and then
0: specifically for me, <laughs> of course. So um, I like to think of those ones right over the kidneys when I'm thinking of it, like on the body. Um, so they'll be like, yeah, like right at the top of your hips, on either side. The one on the side of your heart, which is the right side of the picture, mm-hmm. that is your uh, that is your solar plexus center, and this is the one that governs all emotions. All emotional waves come out of the center, begins there. Um, For you, yours is defined. And what that means is that when you process energy and when you need to make a decision, your authority is emotional, which means you need to go through an entire emotional wave before you make any decisions, any big decisions. If it's just about what to have for dinner, you know, whatever. Play around, see what works. <laughs> but um, for like big decisions about where you're going to go on a trip or what car you're going to buy, you need to go through an entire emotional cycle, which sometimes can be a couple days before you sit and make a decision. So the most important thing for you to know is just not to make any spontaneous decisions, even if they light you up in the moment, because mm-hmm. you could be triggered off of somebody else's emotions and so excited because they're excited but when you sit down and think about it, you're like, oh, wait, I don't think I want to do that, or that doesn't really work for me, or that sounds kind of cool, but, you know, so emotionally author- emotional authority, people often get trapped in the like commitment issue. Like, they'll be like, oh, I made this commitment. So now I have to see it through, even though I was, you know, don't really want to do it anymore. Um, yeah. So that's, that's what that is that means for sense. you. Um, on the other side is the splenic Center, and this is one of the oldest centers um, that was evolved in animals, in all mammals, and it is, um, it's like your body awareness. It's the, the when you can like feel your environment with the, the hair on the ends of your, your arms, you kind of just like know what's going on around you. Um, it's the fight or flight. It's what kept us safe as animals it's what keeps animals safe now. <laughs> they also have the center and it, it's, it's their instinct. That's the word I'm looking for, it's their instinct. Um, so people who have this center defined, which you do not, they are people who, um, they just have really good communication with their body. Their body will tell them what is right for them, um, just in like an instant knowing. Um, for you, it's undefined, but you have a lot of gates defined in there. So you still have probably a really great connection to your body and you can, it, your body will probably still tell you a lot of what you need to know if, in an instant. Um, and yet your authority is emotional. And so even though your body is telling you these things in the moment, you still need to process the entire emotional wave to understand if something is correct for you. Okay. Does that yes.
1: Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is, and it's, and you're saying it in a way that's like, just, you're simplifying it in a way that, and you're explaining exactly like what my questions are before I even ask them. <laughs> so awesome. yeah, like, I, I love hearing that the sort of like, for example, cause that that's super helpful. Good. Um, and then, I mean, is there anything you can say, I guess, in general about my chart. I mean, like, I, of course, like this stands out to me, this completely unconnected
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's
1: between my, um, my root and my, um, emotional center or my, right. The
0: solar plexus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily mean anything like, like good or bad. It's just, this is, these are places where you will take in more energy from the world. And, um, and what that means is, uh, you can take in energy from other people. Like maybe you have people in your life who have those gates or channels defined. So when the two of you get together, you guys are now overlaying your charts into something new. So then the, if they can define things for you, then you get access to that energy to use it for whatever you want to use it for. And sometimes, sometimes it's not like about wanting to use it. It's you just might feel like ready to do things because the root center is all about um it's about doing, it's about generating things. Um so if you get around somebody who has a defined root center or somebody with these gates defined, you could feel that energy in yourself as well. Mm-hmm. But then you just need to remember when you guys leave, you know, separate, it's not your energy anymore even though it might stay there for a little while. You have to but you have to put it down. That's great. I mean, yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And just another point on like what energy of the world means. Um, this can even be planetary transits. If a planet is activating that gate, then the entire collective is going to be feeling that gates energy. So for example, like going back to the sacral center, which is the one right above the root center. Um, this is that energy, that center that, um, where energy is created, where it like defines a generator. If you have that center defined, you're a generator. Um, If the planets are defining the sacral center, everybody's a generator and everybody can get stuff done. And so it's just like one of those productive days for everybody. Oh, wow. (laughs) You know? Which days
1: are those? I know.
0: You can totally track transits. You can see there's like software that, yeah, that will tell you when things are going to be activated. And you can totally plan your life around human design transits if you feel like it.
1: Oh my God. That's like overwhelming.
0: Sorry about it. I have not made it there yet.
1: (laughs) It's like, what type would you have to be to be the person who follows it constantly?
0: Like, what Mm, kind of. Probably a projector.
1: Which makes me like hella satisfied to be like, nope, I'm not, I don't need to look into that stuff. I'll feel it somehow. Yeah. Um, right. So so just kind of moving along here, and I guess obviously for everyone else, I'm very selfish. Sorry, everybody. It's your um, podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, there's so so thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> this this part that's above it's funny because I would have thought that this center was was heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the one I'm guessing that that's, I'm not sure what that is, which, what
0: center is this? It's just going to be above the sacral. Yeah. That one's called the G center. And I think G stands for geometry. I don't remember for sure, but the G center is your identity center. If you have your G center defined, like you do, you know, you always know exactly who you are. You have a per, like, you just know you can go back again and again and know what your truth is and where you stand, and it's easy for you to know that information. For somebody who does not have um, their G center defined, like I don't have a G center defined, a lot of times the people around me can influence the way I behave, and it's not anything that I like consciously doing, it's just that their definition is activating my energy center. So then I like feel like them. Oh, okay. So I have to, I just have like a different, I mean, I know who I am, but it's taken me a lot of work to decondition from the people that were around me. And I think I, I mean, I think I'm learning every day more about who I am. And I think I almost, I'm also changing a lot. Yeah. So not to say that if you have an undefined energy uh, identity center, you don't know who you are, But you are also very much more influenced by the people around you. The other amazing thing about the G-Center is that this is where this is the center, according to human design, where life is entering your body, where uh, destiny is entering your body. The timelines are being magnetized into your body through your G-Center. This is where um, something called your magnetic monopole is. And your magnetic monopole is the thing that literally magnetizes your path of destiny to you and life to you and love to you. So when you are, um, when you are listening to your, or following your strategy and your authority and your decision-making process, according to your human design chart, then life is just, you are automatically going to the timelines that are right for you. Your body just knows how to get you there because it's listening to the information coming through your magnetic monopole in your g-center oh my god right how do you not trip up and
1: say g-spot
0: oh my god it's so tricky
1: (laughs) (laughs) i keep wanting to throw that in like the 15 year old teenager (laughs) teenage boy inside of me um that makes so much sense i get i feel like i keep i know i keep saying that Um, it
0: it always unlocks
1: something (laughs) it does unlock something because it's also it's it's interesting to sort of into because I I've been studying for about three months. That's another thing. Um, something I haven't studied before. That's completely different. And I've been numb <laughs> for the most part because I've, I've just need to be in this other place of kind of like taking in information, which is very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Um, a testing generator, Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I mean like after the first I mean this is like a 60-hour class and and I think after the first um bunch of weeks I I was like this is like I I'm overwhelmed. It's just like it's too much. And and I do feel myself tend to shut off or shut down mm-hmm. if I'm watching a teacher and it's something that I've already learned or it's something that I know or if I'm having a day where I'm like stop trying to tell me all this stuff that you know, you know like I get <laughs> It's which is ridiculous, but it's it really comes from this bratty place that's like, you know, I need to run this through to feel whether or not this is right for me. So kind of hearing you talk and and sort of synthesizing that experience as well as sort of uh this new experience with with kitties, because that's <laughs> It doesn't sound like a big deal to a lot of people, but for me, it's a really big deal in terms of my life trajectory and what it means with mm-hmm. my own healing and, and my family and things like that. So sort of when I'm like, that makes sense, I'm seriously integrating all these things that I've sort of seen or experienced over the last couple of months or years or whatever to kind of um, see it in, diff- in a different way. So I'm like thinking about this, this G-spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but like I'm thinking about this G center it, now, I, now. My brain is like, no, you're just gonna keep seeing spots. Yeah, right. So the G center it reminds me a little bit of how in the Shenka system, which is just that that chakra system for um, just in Egyptian Egyptian. Um, mm-hmm. um, so that Shenka, how the heart Shenka, and I know this is mm-hmm. not the heart, but how that heart Shenka is like basically like a tube that kind of mm-hmm. runs through
0: you. Mm -hmm. Is that, do
1: you feel like that's the same thing?
0: Yeah. So I took dream school with Andy was, did you take dream school as well? I did. did. Yeah. And where we went through all of the Egyptian shankas and when we were at the heart center, yeah, I had so many connections that I was making between the G center and the heart center in the Egyptian. Um, And even just, I was really going through the entire human design chart and trying to like relate it back to the Egyptian which I don't know if you hundred percent can, but I was definitely trying. Cause I feel to me, Ganusa, which is um, the second Shanka from the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's like this crescent shape, right? Yep. It's like a bowl. Well, if you look at the human design chart, you have three centers in that space that are all dealing with primal fear, emotion, and creative energy, and which is all what, what like Ganusa is about, right? So I was seeing almost Ganusa in three separate pieces in the human design chart so i i was i've I've been doing the same thing of like how do these relate to each other (laughs) because i feel like
1: these are all keys these are all and i i it seems so cheesy to say but they're all pieces to the puzzle yeah these are all very real pieces to the puzzle that all make sense and then when you start to kind of weave them all together then you're getting like this bigger picture of kind of god i'm using all these like phrases (laughs) phrases <laughs> but it, it really I mean like it really does make sense because I just as we were talking I was like okay so how does this what is this it's like this sort of okay there's this life flow this life flow that we're on and what I the image I guess the best way I can kind of describe it is like did you ever see a really um poorly made bridge across a river where let's say it's just a uh, a pole or, or a tr- pole, a tree or, or something like that. But then there's like a rope that you're kind of holding onto, um, I guess around, you know, your chest mm. level that you're, that you're holding as you're walking through. But the image I got, it's kind of like that, except that that rope goes through your heart. Totally. You know what I mean? And it's yep. like, you're following that sort of, and even like Donnie Darko that mm-hmm. where they're at that party. And then you see, and I think I've talked about this image before, but that image of he could start to see everyone's sort of path and it was moving through that what looked like that heart spot totally um and i feel like anyone who sees in you know multi-dimensions like that's that's the kind of stuff that you can you can sort of see or or get an image of and i've i've definitely seen lit up pathways internally um Mm -hmm. just a couple of times i've seen it and i was like wow I like oh. of course my brain is like cool so the universe knew about neon before <laughs> we did. <laughs> like, that's a real question in my head I'm like what why am I seeing it like neon lights you know like why am I seeing it it's like the lights in the dark mm-hmm. and that's kind of how I see things it always looks like a like a neon something. and I'm like love that how does but I'm like is that did that come because I was like like I lived around the time of neon signs, or like why right. why is it showing that way? But but I think that that's an in that's either a way that it's being shown, or it's the way to actually. See, I guess it's the best way. For, anyway,
0: I don't yeah, know. Where it's both. That, but
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's always the best answer, right? Yeah, right. It's
0: everything. It's all both. of it. It's all of it. <laughs> 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 Pretty
1: much. So what about the? I guess let's move move up a little. Yeah, in and. And then there's, I'm, I'm assuming this is, so this part, Mm -hmm. this is going to be the one, two, three, fourth center from the bottom directly along that main. Is that, a does that have a name that sort of main area, like how this is different than say these?
0: No, I don't think it's different. It doesn't really have another name. Um, but yeah, you're talking about the throat chakra. It's the only one like right in the middle of the neck. So it's pretty easy to find. Um, And this is a special center because all of the other centers are moving energy to the throat center. So the throat center can manifest the energy into the 3D plane. If you think about the voice box, right? The voice box vibrates in order for sound to come out and vibrations are energy. So when we have something going on inside of our bodies and we speak it out, we are literally, like quite literally manifesting it, manifesting the energy, vib- energetic vibration into this reality. So that is what the throat chakra is for. It's about manifestation and it's about, um, like the exit point of energy into this 3d world that we live in. So people who have defined energy centers, like you do always have something to say, which not a value judgment, not a good or bad. You just always have to feel like you have something to speak about whatever you're going through. And, um, it's great that you're a podcaster because you know, that you have this outlet to let yourself speak and to let yourself make frequency. Mm -hmm. Um, for undefined people, it's a, they don't always know what their voice is or how to find it, or they might need a little bit of help by finding a buddy who has a throat, a defined throat or waiting until the right day when the throat chakra or the throat center is defined. Um, but yeah, it's just all about speaking things out into the world.
1: Yeah. And then I guess the other, you can see how the other, like the heart has a gate leading to it. Mm-hmm. At least that I can see. And then and then the the solar plexus and the emotional. I can see those are two pretty strong gates leading right into there too. Yep. That makes a lot of sense.
0: Everything <laughs> leads back to the throat. <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Now so moving up, when I mean, we've got, I guess, what would be the sort of third eye chakra. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's so- a little upside down triangle.
0: Yeah. Uh, That one is called the Ajna Center, A-N-J-A, or the Mind Center, and um, this one is all about processing information and trying to um, rationalize things. Uh, People who have this defined are often, like, they just understand the answers to things, and sometimes they don't even know why, they just, like, know the answer, or, like, they see the solution to everybody's problems, and, um, it's just like obvious to them or yeah. Right. I, my, my, I, I have a like defined a ajna <laughs> too. Yeah. So um, people who have an undefined Ajna are, you know, the opposite. They're always seeking for answers, but they don't really ever know what the question is. Does that mm. make sense?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that so rough.
1: that's it's yeah. hard
0: to, ha- I feel like if you're a
1: person with an undefined Ajna center, it gotta be really ridiculously difficult to live in the world that we're in
0: yeah especially with all of the information out there like it's so easy to go down a click hole to try and find answers that like aren't necessarily anything that you need to answer or try to even find questions to the answers that you have in your head like yeah it's it can definitely be overwhelming i think
1: yeah so if that's you yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just sending you so much, like, I'm just sending you a big hug because that, mm-hmm. that's got to feel like a lot. Yeah. Well, I guess, like, overall, um, you had mentioned, and of course I want to hear this, that it's there is something about my chart that. Uh, sure.
0: But I think I just think that that's really interesting, um, having all of that openness, uh, contrasting with all of your definition, because you also have a lot of defined centers so yeah. it's just interesting good thing I'm a Gemini hey <laughs> I mean that's
1: probably yeah I I was I think I, like I had that conversation with my dad and my dad's like you're just so open you're just like too open and I'm and and but I'm looking at this chart and I can just be like no
0: I'm not too open. yeah yeah I mean, this is literally what I'm built to be right um exactly Yeah, I'm like, what is too open anyway? I only have two defined defined centers, so my entire body is open. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. Wow.
1: Which which centers are defined?
0: Uh, My head and my ajna, so just the two in my like in my head are defined, and then throat down, it's all white. I have defined channels and defined gates and stuff, but no, none of the other defined centers.
1: So all that in so all that energy is just kind
0: of moving through you. Mm Hmm. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Which is tricky because before I knew about it, I would like, I've been a, I'm a chronic people pleaser there. You know, there's like a path that I was going to put my life on and I did it for a while and hated my life. And now I've found human design and have under begun to understand like what shifts I can make in order to become more aligned with myself. So that's just one of the tricky things about people who have a lot of undefined centers is that they can be conditioned very, very easily before they know that they don't have to be and that they can release that energy. Okay, so now we're looking together at Jovian Archive, um, which has all of the information that you get when you search your chart for free online. You can see on the left side of the screen is the body graph that we talked about and also has additional information that we kind of talked about before. We're going to skip all that, and we're going to look at the chart properties on the right side of the screen. Okay. So at the top it says Type Manifesting Generator, which is what we talked about already, and this next line says Strategy to Respond. So every uh, every type has a different strategy that they should use in order to def- uh, in order to respond to energy introductions. So generators and manifesting generators have the same one, and their strategy is to respond. And I think we did touch on this a little bit earlier. But the idea is that um, you're here to respond to life. It's not about you coming up with an idea. It's about you hearing the idea that is floated in your awareness and you hearing it and hooking onto it and being like, that is the thing that I'm into. Whoa, did you hear that? Something just fell yeah. over outside. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> I think it was some of my Christmas decorations. It just got windy <laughs> anyway. um. So, yeah, so. Generators are meant to respond to life. And this can be as simple as like, if you are if you walk past a painting and it creates some emotional reaction out of you, that's you responding to life. If you walk past another place and it's like some stinky food that you don't like, that's also you, like you make a face and that's you responding to life. So a lot of times generators will get um, caught up in the idea of what is responding to life. And it's really as simple as what is coming into your field and how do you feel about it um so then the next line here it says not self theme this we also talked about this a little bit before um not self are those voices in your head that are telling you that you should be doing things and a lot of that is trapped energy in your undefined centers or your undefined gates that just are making you feel like you should be doing something And, um, also a lot of times when we're not living in alignment with ourselves, the not self theme will come up. So for generators and manifesting generators, the not self theme is frustration. So when you start to feel frustrated about something, that is a huge signpost for you to know that that is not the right thing for you, or it's not the right thing for you anymore. And things have changed and it's time for you to change. Mm -hmm. So the not self theme is really all about like marking when you are unhappy and that it's time for you to do something differently. The next line down is inner authority. And your inner authority is, um, it is the mechanism in your human design chart that allows you to make decisions that keeps you on your path. So instead of making decisions with your mind, like we all think that we have to do, we think that we have to think through a problem. Not everybody thinks through problems like that. For you, your inner authority is emotional. And we talked about this when we talked about the solar plexus mm-hmm. center. Um, emotional authority, people have to wait for that wave to play out. It can take an hour. It can take a couple of days. You just ha- kind of have to start tuning in and noticing how long your emotional, how long it takes you to go through every emotion before you're back at neutral again. And neutral is calm. Neutral is clarity. Neutral is within your bubble, everything, even if everything's going crazy around you, now suddenly like you've come back to center and you know. Um, And the strategy and authority are both huge parts of the human design system um, because it's all about how you make decisions in in life. Um, It's deconditioning from this idea again that we need to make decisions with our mind. And if we allow the vehicle of our bodies which, is, which have been designed to process life in exactly the way that you have been designed to do it, if you let your body do what it's been designed to do, things will flow, and that's it. You just need to kind of observe and, and, and go along with it. So the next one here is profile, and this is another uh, big piece. The profile is the costumes that we all wear in order to play our roles in society, so you are profile six three, and that is the role model and martyr. The role model martyr. Um that's cool. So the um <laughs> the six lines, people with the six in their profile, they have this, they have kind of this pattern to their life where the first 30 years is all about trial and error. You get into things, you get yourself into trouble, you get yourself out of trouble. And it's just like kind of about trying things and seeing sampling life. When you uh, turn 30, like after I think it's right after after your uh, Saturn return starts phase two of your life. And this is when you begin to withdraw from society and kind of take stock of everything that you've done the first 30 years and learn. This is when you learn your lessons and when you see things differently And when you um, begin to like evolve into a a wise elder. Mm -hmm. So between 30 and 50 um, is this process of wisdom building and using your experience uh, from your first 30 years in order to learn new things. And then after 50, which is when uh, your Chiron return happens, Uh, You enter the third phase of your life, which is the wisdom keeper, the role model, the person who can tell anybody who's interested anybody who follows them, what their experience is, and um, that's just what after 50 that's your job is just to be the role model. (laughs) And that's something that's unique to the six line profiles. But this is also kind of the world that we are evolving towards where you're meant to make I mean, I guess it's kind of the world that we've been in in the past too, but you're meant to make mistakes as a kid and then figure out why you, your mistakes were mistakes and what you can learn from them as an adult. And then when you reach that crone age, you begin to, you begin to be the wisdom keeper and you teach the young people. I mean, you can never keep them from making their own mistakes, but you get to be a guide. Hmm. The three line here, the martyr line is, um, these are people who call out shenanigans in the world around them. They, um, they're like, even when they're wanting to kind of withdraw from society as in that role model kind of as, as they're um, evolving their wisdom, when they want to withdraw, there's something about their three line that makes them want to dive back into the fray and be like, what? Okay. Well, now I'm going to see what happens when I do it this way. Okay. Well, I learned that lesson, but what if I tweak it and do it like this? And so there's like this, again, like this Gemini pull where you not only have these, this like wisdom as a role model, but you're always trying to figure out another way to do it. There's something that just calls you back and it back into it again and again and again and this is just really just to continue evolving the wisdom so that's kind of the costume
1: thumbs up my clubhouse experience
0: (laughs) yeah for real (laughs) (laughs) um and there are 12 different profiles so I won't go over all of them now but again it's like the costumes that we wear um when we're going through life any questions on that one no that's just cool Yeah. Right. (laughs) Okay. And then the next one down is definition and you are single definition, which means that you have one single channel of energy that passes through all of your defined centers. So if you follow all of the color centers on your chart, you can find at least one line of connection between all of them. Mm. Um, and what that means is that you have like one single voice in your head that, you know, is you and, um, People who have multiple definitions, you can have up to four. They have multiple voices in their head telling them what is right and um, what is right for them. And so it can get a little bit loud. And what gets interesting, and I was going to say tricky, but it's not really tricky. It's just um, a thing that happens. When you get a person with a, a split definition, when you have a split, that means that you have two channels that of definition that don't connect to each other. So it's like, you almost have something missing and there's two voices in your head speaking and they're does not, they don't, can't figure out how to speak to each other. But when you find, when you become in a relationship with somebody who has that bridge, the thing that can bridge your split, it's like, it becomes that like twin flame kind of thing where it's like, it's everything that you were looking for. It's things that you felt like you were missing in your life. It's, uh, it can just, it can be really big for people. Um, And if the, you know, if the other person happens to be abusive or manipulative or just unhealed, Mm -hmm. you know, they can be manipulated, the other person can be manipulated and taken advantage of. And um, you just, again, have to kind of be aware of how your energies plays out, especially around other people and in relationship. Okay. And then the last one we'll go into here is the incarnation cross. And the incarnation cross, there's like 300 or 600 of them. There's like a million different combinations. Wow. But what it is, is your um, two of your gate, your sun gate and your earth gate from both your conscious design and your unconscious design. They cross when you're looking at the body graph in a different way. Um, they cross anyway, they make a cross and it's kind of our, our destiny and our, our purpose in life. So yours is the left angle cross of education. Hold on, let me find my tab. Here it is. Thank okay. you so
1: much. This is like so. <laughs> <beautiful>.
0: <laughs> it's it's okay. fun. It's really like interesting to look into people. Anyway, yeah. So yours is the left angle cross of education. And um, what I have pulled up here is humandesign.tools, which is a website that has information on everything. Right. And yours says you are here to educate by the way of, of the lecture. Your style is not really about sharing, but more about expounding to the masses who are ready to hear your message. When living within your type and strategy, you will find an audience who is open and receptive to hear what you have to say. You are here to deliver the word in whatever field that you happen to have a passion for. So just like how beautiful is that? <laughs> just alongside like what you're already doing.
1: Yeah. I like that. Your style is not really about sharing, but more about expounding to the masses who are ready to hear your message. Feel that way. I don't know that there's masses. Maybe,
0: maybe one day, um, but that's okay. Yeah, and I think even just the masses is just like anybody who's ready to hear it. You know, anybody outside of you who is ready to hear it. Yeah, I definitely
1: get a sense that there's certain people who respond to my energy. And then there's a lot who don't <laughs> so I Just have to be cool with that. And yeah. Cause like, please, or want everyone to love me. Um, but yeah, that's, that's exciting. And I'm yeah. like, I, and I've always kind of imagined that as I, like, I'm psyched to be crone. It resonates a lot. The left angle cross of education and that part I, I did have someone, I, I did look into on my own and I was like, okay, okay. I think it's helpful to really come back to these from time to time and, and just to remind yourself that you are, there was a very specific design to you mm-hmm. and it's not meant to be like someone else's, um, which is always so hard to remember, but mm-hmm. this really helps you remember.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, so how can people find you? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at queen.ashleen and, um, you can listen to my podcast, chronic gals podcast, uh, anywhere you find podcasts and it's all, it's a cannabis podcast, but we're actually making another pivot to cannabis and spirituality. So we're going to leave a little bit of the like cannabis industry stuff and do more like cannabis and spirituality. So. We're excited we're gonna come back uh in the new year new year's eve we're gonna do a live and then we'll be back um on the air first week of january
1: oh this is so exciting yeah oh my God, that's awesome yeah i am so happy and honestly you guys if you're at all interested in human design these paintings are gorgeous you really are channeling something that um Helps helped me embody this because I like I'm just staring at it right now and I'm I'm like trans I'm just mesmerized because every single part of it, especially that that watercolors that surround it, are just so beautiful. Like you can see the defined and undefined in the color, and um, and it just means so much to someone like me who, you know, I don't know if this is in my <laughs> human design chart, but but I really appreciate powerful visuals. And, mm-hmm. and I understand the value of something visual to really communicate to me something in addition to just that sort of 2d. Um, and this is why I'm, I'm just so happy that somebody did this <laughs> I'm <even laughs> happier that it's you and you're
0: continuing to do it. So, um, yay. Thank you. I'm really excited. It's been really fun and a totally different thing than I thought that I was going to be doing this year. So
1: <laughs> I love it. And it, yeah. it just, It works. Mm -hmm. It really works. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, Yay. Ashley, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I hope to have you back in the new year. I'm definitely want to talk to you again and see how everything is going. And um, I'm excited for the new podcast.
0: Find us online at chronicgals.com. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at chronicgals underscore podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Catch the video version of this episode on our YouTube channel. Check us out every other Thursday for a new episode.